we now begin with boundless compassion. As we mentioned in boundless love and kindness, this is where everybody, including ourselves, has that similar wish. We all want to be happy and we don't want to suffer. And this is then where we are mentioning or looking at the fact that we don't want to suffer. And this is the second line of may all beings have happiness and all the causes of happiness. May they be free from suffering and all the causes of suffering. May they never be separated from the great happiness, devoid of suffering and forever dwell in the great equanimity, free from attachment and aversion. So here we're wishing for all beings to be free from all suffering and the causes of suffering. And that they may have it right now, this very moment, that they may be free from that suffering and that they may be free from the causes of suffering. Why again the causes? Nothing happens without a cause. And if we continue doing those things, thinking those things, saying those things that cause suffering, then we're just going to perpetuate our own suffering. And what are those causes of those suffering? Is engaging in those five poisons, our ignorance, our attachment, our aversion, our ignorance, and our pride. Doing those negative things that hurt people, maybe killing, stealing, lying, slandering, engaging in the ten non-virtuous actions of body, speech, and mind. There's the suffering in the six realms of the God realms, the Sura realms, the hell realms, the hungry ghost realms, the animal realms, and the people or human realms. And we'll talk a little bit about the suffering of the humans and the animals. I think this is what everybody can relate to more closely. Who of us enjoy suffering? Who of us enjoy pain? Who thinks, oh, I can't wait to suffer and have pain? Problems as well. Some people may appreciate having problems every now and then, but who wants problems all the time? And if you appreciate problems, maybe they aren't really problems to you. And suffering is something that we have to experience ourselves. Nobody can substitute us for our suffering. People can support us, but they can't take away our suffering. If we have terrible illness, they can't take that illness away for us. They can't take the pain from us. When we have a lot of worries or we're upset or mentally we're suffering, who can substitute us? Nobody can substitute us or the suffering for us. We have to experience it ourselves. And just think how we feel if we just have a headache, if we have 24-hour diarrhea and vomiting, if we have a toothache. Nobody else really understands or experiences the pain that you're going through. It might seem like nothing to them. They might notice, might not notice what's going on, but to us it might be feeling rather debilitating. Anyway, any of these pains and sufferings, see how eagerly we avoid them. We really don't wish to experience any physical suffering. And mentally, likewise, the person next to you could be very happy. You could be very unhappy. They might not notice, or if they do notice, they can't substitute you for your unhappiness. Maybe you're feeling heartache, anxiety, worry, stress, scared that you're going to lose something. And as a result, we might be feeling very, very unhappy. 
And when we're feeling unhappy, what do we do? We are further away from the people around us. We feel distant from the people around us. We don't want to engage. Or if we do engage, usually it's not in the most pleasant manner. And this is for ourselves. You look around the world. Really, there is so much suffering that we don't see, that we're not in contact with. Many people are starving. Many people suffer from lack of freedom, freedom of choice, freedom of movement, many different freedoms that we may enjoy, other people don't have. People suffer illnesses, disease. All of these sufferings are going on around us. And also, we may look or seem to feel that people's lives are okay. But for many people, you see a smile on their face, but you dig underneath the surface and there's a lot of unhappiness. There's a lot of suffering, stress, worry, a lot of suffering. You can be guaranteed that almost within a few houses away from you, there are people suffering some kind of mental unhappiness. So for some people, they might think that the world is rather rosy and things are looking good. However, underneath it all, people are experiencing a lot of afflictive emotions, negative emotions, negative thoughts, unhappy thoughts. And these unhappy thoughts, of course, affect our happiness. They steal our time. They steal our energy. They, if you are unhappy for a long time, it affects your health. And definitely it affects your relationship or your relationships. It affects people around you. It affects how you deal with the people around you. And then there's the suffering of animals. Normally in the wild, one animal is hunting another animal. And it goes from bigger to smaller, more powerful to weaker. So most animals in the wild are fearful for their lives. We relate mostly to the pets and we think that they have a really good life. However, even in their life, how much freedom do they have? And then if we look at what is happening today, how many animals are slaughtered, are killed, and why? Many people say it's for health reasons. The real reason is one, people are doing this for a profit. And the second is people are eating the meat to basically satisfy their taste buds. However, in the process, there is incredible, incredible suffering. Not only does the meat industry really cause a lot of damage to the environment, but it really causes so much suffering. You think of how many animals are slaughtered Every single day, sheep, cows, cattle, fish, pigs, so many animals. And every one of them has feelings. Every single one of them is experiencing incredible pain and great sense of loss. Even animals love their lives. Where do you see animals running around saying, please kill me, I can't wait to be slaughtered. They're grown up, they're brought up. Person's just looking at them as a sense of profit. One day I'm going to slaughter you and make a lot of money from you. And then the event of being slaughtered 
really there's a lot of suffering. And likewise with the example of when people do something that makes us happy or helps us, that plants that seed in our mind stream and it leaves an imprint in our mind stream. Similarly as well, when negative things or hurtful things are done, it also plants or leaves an imprint in our mind stream. So for instance, somebody really hurts you, they abuse you physically or they abuse you verbally, it leaves that imprint in your mind stream. And the next time you see them, you don't really want to see them. Either you want to argue with them, you turn away from them, you have no interest in speaking to them, Maybe you want revenge on them. However, you see the fact that whatever we do with body, speech and mind is leaving an imprint in our mind stream that will play out somehow in the future. And this is creating the causes for our suffering or if we're doing positive things, it's creating the causes for our future happiness. And animals also, they have mind stream. So what's happening to them is also leaving an imprint in their mind stream. So just think what would happen if somebody came to take your life, what type of imprint is going to be left in your mind stream. Similarly as well for those animals, when they are slaughtered, when they are hurt, it leaves an imprint in their mind stream. And there being countless lives and future lives that then may come back to haunt you in, an, in another life. You harm others, Later on in life, others harm you. Or if it's not later in this life, it'll be in future lives. <laughs>